I have to say it's really nice to be here with you, an Amazon best-selling author. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that you actually became an Amazon best-selling author, so well done. <laughs> and thank you to everybody that bought the book, left a review. It's shocking to me that we hit Amazon bestseller status, uh, but it just shows you the type of support that people in our industry have given us, friends and family, and it's just been a fun, wild ride this past week. Did you hear the comment Andrew Gross made on one of the posts that was talking about the book? He's like, wow, you guys didn't waste any time putting up the Amazon bestselling author you know, tag into your profiles or some of your graphics. I'm like, no, <laughs> we didn't at all. As soon as that thing happened, I don't think we could have got it on there fast enough. It was a, obviously a big deal for us. So yeah, thanks to everybody for making that happen. I mean, that's pretty incredible. I mean, a big tribute to this industry for sure. You know, I got a text from a retailer that works in apparel. They have 22 stores and the head of operations read the book and was jotting down ideas and sent me a text and said, it was really making an impact. So I loved it. It was going outside of the mattress industry, but it's, it's been super fun. And if you haven't gotten a copy, uh, I still think we have some of the shot glasses left. So you can go to dosmarcos.co. So D-O-S-M-A-R-C-O-S.co. And uh, they got links to Amazon and we got links to, you can buy it direct and get your shot glasses and all that fun stuff. So yeah, thanks again to everybody. And thanks to um, our friends at Nationwide for providing the inspiration for this book. Uh, nationwide members, like 70 nationwide members in the book. And it's all about community. It's all about forming up these groups and being closer connected. And that's why Nationwide now has performance groups. And I love, love the performance group aspect for the community it creates. Well, you, you and I were talking with the publisher of our book about like just group and author group. Like if we could talk to other guys who'd written books because it would help us learn a lot about what we're doing. We don't know what the hell we're doing in terms of that whole universe. And so same application here for Nationwide. They've got people who are in like businesses spread across the country who aren't competing that help each other. They reach out. People want to assist. You know, the thing about Doug Stewart's book, Five and a Half Mentors, I mean, it really inspired me to really think and in, in be intentional about mentorship. And so I think he addresses it and they're doing the exact thing for Nationwide. So what a great place to go for help, for information, and actually to do your job in serving others in that same community. So love what they're doing there. So that's really cool. Yeah, we love community, we love connection, and we love communication. And that's why we love our sponsor, Podium. I mean, and really, Podium is all about doing what your customers want to do to communicate, which is... I mean, they want to text. I mean, Podium is the ultimate messaging platform, but people want to text. And I tell you, I've heard from retail managers and retail salespeople, they're like, look, Podium's amazing because now I do not have to have my personal cell phone number connected to a customer. And if I'm off the next day and I needed somebody to follow up, it's there in the Podium dashboard. You can follow up. You can stay connected. You're not having to manage it through your personal cell phone number you know, in the evening when you're trying to be with your family, like just to have that dashboard and that hub and that communication and organize a little bit better, especially whenever so many sales have been flying around this past year, Podium processed about $50 million in text payments since March at mattress stores alone. That's an amazing number. It shows you people want to do that. 
You know, guys, if you're listening to this and you're not working with Podium right now, just give them a call or text us at 843-MARCOS2, the dose, and, um, and let us know. We'll connect you to them because um, I think a lot of times for people, Kinsley, it is a little intimidating because you're not exactly sure how it all works together. You may not be conducting transactions through text messages, that kind of thing now. Promise you this, it's a lot easier than you think. And the dashboards that you get make it super easy. So give us a text. We'll connect you to the right people and watch some really great things happen. Dose Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So, Kinsley, I have one quick comment before we get into this. Frank Balster sent me a, a text, and he's not happy because we can't autograph his Kindle version of the book. So we didn't really think about that one. Hey, I told people in online chat, happy to autograph books, babies, or beds. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of autographs, I've got, <laughs> I got a cool gift. And if you're watching the video version, I'm going to pop it up on screen here. Uh, but I got this gift from one of Tara's, and that's my wife, one of Tara's uh, homeschool uh, kids. Okay. So I was trying to think about how to say it. Her homeschool school pod students. Let's put it like that. And so she and her mom made this mug with the Dos Marcos logo. And they told me, and I pulled this out and I had the biggest smile on my face and I was just blown away with the creativity and getting the logo and putting it on this mug. And the mug is amazing. And they told me, they go, there's one problem with it. When we did the transfer, the sticky transfer, Mark Quinn's stubble didn't transfer. And I said, no problem. He looks amazing, clean shaven. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Dakota. It, this is such an amazing gift, so thoughtful and personalized, and I absolutely love it. Well, they're going to have to tell me where they did it because I want one now. That's pretty cool, stubble or not. Maybe I should just start shaving clean. How about that? I like it, man. It's, mm. it's nice. It's very nice. Very nice gesture. And I think you look very good, clean shaven. Now it's <laughs> maybe in the winter you get a little more grizzly atoms. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't know. It's just easier. I, I like the stubble anyway. I think it's got a good look. But for me, it's easier than shaving. So, um, you know, you're talking about your friend who had some stores and some of the feedback we've gotten from the book. I just want to make a comment to a friend of mine who's in the restaurant business. And um, actually does some food service with um, schools. And she's talking about a lot of the issues that they have. And so it's just so fun to listen about different industries and see how COVID's affecting everyone and see how they're working through it and capitalizing on the opportunities, right? It's a transition. So what are the opportunities that come? So anyway, she read the book, really kind of doing me a favor, buying it and just like, okay, I know this guy. Our kids used to play basketball together. She was just being sweet and bought the book and then she called me all like amped up because she's like so much of what we're doing in the restaurant business and in the food service business can be helped by what you guys wrote. 
So for me, and I know for you too, it's so cool to get that kind of feedback because we've said it at the beginning of the book, it's not just about the mattress category or the furniture category. It's about a lot of different categories and especially ones for people just wanting to connect differently to their consumers. So how cool is that? Pretty good, pretty good call to get. I never would have expected that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe in the restaurant business, uh, that's awesome. So well, well done. I mean, that's the thing about a book um, anything you learn, if you can pick up one thing that you can start applying right away, it can have an impact, but you got to get that momentum going. You got to, we say it all the time, action reveals the answer. Sometimes you have to take action. So you know, the right questions to ask. So it reveals some of the landmines out there. But if you sit around and think about it all the time, you're not really going anywhere with it. Get out there and act on it. And it's almost like there's a group, you know, years ago that acted on, on an idea that they had. And what they did, they rented out a single air mattress in a San Francisco apartment. And from that single air mattress rental in a San Francisco apartment, this company now went public this past week. You know them as Airbnb. And the company is valued at $100 billion. And I remember reading the story about this. There was some sort of uh, creative expo or something of the sort happening in San Francisco and a lot of the hotel rooms were rented out. And so they offered some of these designers coming in for this conference, um, a spot where they could crash on an air mattress and that action by acting on it, they found what they could do better. They found a path forward and Airbnb IPO'd at 68 bucks. The stock popped and doubled in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of the year, where they were giving out like $2 billion uh, in relief to some of the people that had made bookings. And so it's a crazy wild story. And it all goes back to action revealing those answers, I think. Well, and it's so big, Kinsley, who would have thought ever that Tesla would be valued greater than Ford and GM? Who would have thought that Airbnb would be valued more than Marriott Hilton and who was the other one? Intercontinental. Well, anyway, Marriott and Hilton chains combined. You know, it's, it's insane. And, you know, nothing grows into that without the very first thought and execution of that thought. And the neat thing is, I bet if we were to interview those guys, what it is today is not really what they thought it was going to be, but they kind of went with it and let the market kind of tell them what the need was. And so look where they are. It's just, it's so cool. And um, a lot, there's a lot of ideas, guys, if you're out there listening to this, obviously in the sleep category, Retail, lots of ways to innovate retail, lots of ways to innovate product, lots of ways to innovate how you communicate to people, consumers, lots of, way how you, uh, lots, of, lots of ways to improve how you educate consumers about what you do. So I don't know, we're in a, we're in a, a category in a vertical that, you know, there's, there's those hundred billion dollar companies waiting to be born. You know, and it tells me something about humanity the fact that Airbnb took off the way that it did. You know, my mom tells me this story uh, about finding a couple of angels in Western Kansas. She was traveling back and forth between Breckenridge, Colorado. She lived in, on, on the Eastern side of Kansas. So it's a long drive, you know, it's 10, 12 hours. And she was traveling back to Breckenridge to her home and she got caught in a snowstorm and she had a dog. And so she was able to get to this restaurant 
And at this restaurant, she got to talking with the waitress there about kind of being stuck. And there were no hotels in town in this little town. And this older couple overheard my mom talking about being stuck and trying to get to Breckenridge and having no place to stay. And after they finished their meal, they walked over to my mom and they said, we just wanted to let you know, we heard what you were saying about being stuck and you're welcome to come and stay at our house. And so my mom and her dog and this little old couple, they all were able to travel back to this couple's house and they stayed up talking and got to know each other. And, and for years and years and years, my mom um, continued to send them a Christmas card and send them picture of, uh, pictures of her family and kept them up to speed. And it was just a beautiful, amazing story about how things used to happen, about how people used to connect, about how people used to listen to each other's needs and show up whenever somebody truly was desperate. And in, in the sanitized, removed world that we continued to grow, suddenly on the horizon, there was this house and there was this person far away and they didn't know each other, but they wanted to connect. They wanted to connect outside the institution, the institution of hotels or schools or government or anything else. You know, Airbnb provided a platform on a place for people to connect just like my mom did with this couple on the snow-swept western plains of Kansas. And it says something about humanity. It says something about the direction I think that we're going to go, we're going to return to, which is people want to connect with other people. And we want to do it in an authentic way. We want to know who that person is. And if you're, if you're thinking about how do I differentiate my brand and my business, Use that principle alone. How do I authentically and meaningfully connect with people? It's why we do this podcast, man. We get to actually get to know people's lives and their stories and hear about their families. And that's what I want because your days become your life. And I want each day to add up to something meaningful. I want to connect on a deeper level. And if anything, I think this pandemic has showed us that we crave that connection and we're going to get back to it. You know, gosh, it, it's true. Uh, and a lot of stuff we talk about in the book is about connection. Um, I, I think about Airbnb. I mean, really, it's not a new principle. It's, it's you know, hybrid for us when we did the work around that. Um, you know, it wasn't a new concept. People were using hybrid. We just defined it differently for our category, right? Um, people have been letting rooms out. Remember the old Westerns, you know, the guy rolls into town on his horse and they're like, well, Miss Jenny's got a room above her place out there. You can, you know, th this has been going on since the dawn of time, probably. And someone just said, hey, here's a big need. Let's consolidate the need and be an aggregator for that. And then they, they turn that into Airbnb. And so now Airbnb as a platform is able to do exactly what you said. And it's connect the consumer looking for that special place, not just a hotel room or a, a place to sleep. It's like a special place. It's much different. And uh, a lot of those Airbnb hosts take that stuff really seriously. And they, I, I wonder how many Airbnb hosts have some great stories about people that have stayed at their properties that they're still in touch with, right? That the people come back all the time because it was such a great experience. And you've done some of that. Do you, have you kept in touch with any of the people? Have you had that kind of connection with anyone that 
stayed at your property? We had some great, you know, conversations and we talked about people's hometowns and it, it was a lot of fun. So we did that for about a year um, before we, I ended up moving into that house uh, for, for a fair stretch, but it was fun. I mean, you did have people that decided to come back and stay at that property because it felt like they're a little home away from home. Right. And where I'm located, as you know, there are lots of little Airbnb properties all around us. There's one right across the street from me. And it's fun because I see the theme of people that come in there. And usually it's people with sprinter vans and mountain bikes. And so you see what's happening in your community and you love, I love sharing our community with, with other people, whether they live here or it's reintroducing people that live here to some of the stuff they may not know about. So it's, it's fun, man. And it, it just shows you, we do want that human connection. And, you know, that's why Airbnb experiences, um, which is kind of an offshoot has done so well. So now you're just what you're describing. Your hosts can create these experiences for people, whether I'm taking people on a mountain biking trip, which I do not, not for Airbnb people typically, but like friends will call me up and say, I got a buddy coming into town. Can you be their trail guide? And I'm like, yes, always. Yes. Um, but they, people want to have these localized experiences that aren't tour guides. It's like, this is, this is, a, this is a dude I know, or this is a gal I know who's a local show me what's up. Like that's the person I want to hang out with. And I just think it's such a cool thing. And if we like, okay, tie it into the mattress business. You know, we talked about in the book creating these shopping cruises. So when people buy a new house or they work with a contractor on a new house, there's so many decisions that you have to make the cabinetry, the doorknobs, the fixtures, the faucets, the lights, everything and the furniture, like, can you create a shopping cruise with a limo and a handbook, taking people around, creating this awesome personalized experience where you get all this stuff and get it done in one fail swoop. Um, think about these experiences. They're out there and they're just ripe for the picking because people are so lazy in many cases with what they're willing to do to actually build their brand and connect with people. Okay, so follow me on this logic. So when people call you and they want you to be a trail guide for them or their friends, which by the way, you still have to, as soon as I get a bike and the snow leaves us uh, from the big snow dump we got <clears throat> yesterday, four to five inches, I love it. It's so beautiful here today. But um, so what qualifies you to be that guide, that trail guide? What qualifies me? I live here, yeah. I ride mountain bikes all the time. All the time, right. And so you have hundreds of hours riding those trails by yourself. And, and I bring that up because of this. If the people in this audience who have mattress or furniture stores want to be the guide, if they want to be the sleep guide, so not just a place to go buy a bed, but literally the sleep guide, then you have to be the expert or you have to have an authoritative position in the category that you're working inside of so the question for you is how do you establish that authoritative position, right? So how do you become the, um, the guide that, you know, people believe in and they know that you're going to set them off on the right trail instead of getting them on a double black diamond. Do they have those? And I'm thinking skiing here. Do they, is there a similar rating system? I assume there it's would be. Very similar. Yeah. It's similar. Okay. Yeah. And so they don't want to, you know, they don't want to go off on the bumps <laughs> or whatever they are in the trail bike world. Uh, they want to have someone like steer them towards the right place for them. Right. Right. Yeah, they totally do. Well, and, and, and that's it. I mean, it's, 
it's personalized. It's not something that, you know, I think people are willing to pay for it. Um, But yeah, I think to answer your question though, more accurately, how do you get to that point? I think it's what we talked about earlier this morning before we started recording. You just have to make a decision. This is who I'm going to be. Like, this is, this is what I'm going to go after. Like I'm going to be the sleep expert and I'm going to make a decision to read a little page out of a sleep book every day. You know, you have to make that decision and then, and then do it. All about deciding to do it differently. Well, and one thing that we, I love this data. Um, because one thing we decided to do differently was we wanted to curate certain um, technologies and advantages that retailers could have. And, and we wanted to bring those around our campfire. And one of those has been door counts. And I love this data. Okay. So follow me on this. Mm-hmm. So door counts from their 700 mattress stores where they have the door count system. Right. Um, they, they gather up all this data and it's really rich. So this past year, uh, year over year conversion rate. Now check this out. Two stats I want to give you. I want to give you conversion rates, meaning somebody walked in the door and did they or did they not buy? So year over year conversion rate for 2020, it was up 66%. A 66% conversion rate. Now, overall foot traffic was down nearly 66%. So conversion rates were up 66%, foot traffic down 66%, which I think we've established this pretty clearly, but if you're gonna go out and shop, you're gonna buy. So during the pandemic, if people walked into a store, they didn't wanna shop around at a lot of different stores. They wanted to shop, limit exposure, and take home what you had. But the number of people going out to do that was way, way down. And it's cool to see this data by door counts because, um, look, we knew traffic was down. But then you hear down 66%. And you got to ask yourself a question. How do I compare? And if you don't know how you compare, that's a blind spot and that's a big problem. But here's the thing, though. They think they know in a lot of cases, but they don't really know. Like if there's not really, like they have a sense of it and a lot of guys have a door chime and a counter and and some of that stuff, but it's not nearly as complex or as involved as what door door counts can do. So I'm a big advocate for the the technology that they have, the photos they take, the customer relationship management system it, it puts in there. It's a whole new process you teach your people, but these numbers are drastic, Hensley. So there's two ways to sell stuff, right? It's spend the money, and there's a lot of it that you're required to spend for customer acquisition. So fill in the blank. It's $120 a customer. I don't know what it is for you in your market. So spend that money to bring more people to your door or close more of the people that are already there, right? So that's increased, in, uh, sorry, increased average ticket. That's also conversion rate improvement, right? So 66, 66% growth. Uh, that is a massive number and it's such a great way to capitalize. And, you know, people are like, Hey man, it's all cool right now because we're busy as hell. We're so busy. We can't even get product in. That's fine. But think of this, what's going to happen when you get through this spiked demand created in part, probably through this pandemic, what's next? 
And what are you doing with the people that are coming into your doors? People that have never shopped with you before. What's the impression they're leaving with? Is did did they conduct a transaction with you, or did you connect with them? Right. And so there's a ton of opportunity to to really think about where things are for you right now, um, and celebrate and revel in the numbers door count sharing. So it's pretty cool stuff. Average ticket for door counts. This is from the 700 mattress stores. Average ticket was up. Uh, more than 8%. And during the month of August in 2020, record sales on average, $3,700 a day. So I love, I love seeing those numbers and I love being able to look, look at the past. And this year is going to be an anomaly, we know, but it's going to be an interesting anomaly. So it's not going to be maybe a benchmark year, but you know, I love having this data in place. So thanks to Jerry and Amber and Brad and Jack and the whole team from door counts for putting together that sweet report. And, and I'm, like I said, I've geeked out on this, but if you go to retail traffic index, you can get a digest of the average foot traffic for mattress stores, furniture stores, and appliance stores sent to your inbox. So you can kind of say, all right, how's the rest of the industry doing compared to how I'm, I'm doing with my foot traffic. It's kind of a cool thing. Well, are you getting ready to wrap up the year? Wrap up the what? Are you getting ready? We're, we're, it's coming time to wrap up the year and put this shit show behind us. Are you ready? I am 100% ready. As a matter of fact, my Christmas card said, let's wrap up 2020. Okay. R-A-P. Well done. Yes. And I had regulators mount up shirt and then Tara had the boots with the first shirt. So rap songs. I, I love it. It was a great card. You guys look good. So it only took like 30 shots with Jones and Buster and the fireplace to get it right. So, you know, just, you know, shooting Christmas cards in the pandemic. Hey, it takes skill. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we uh, smash that subscribe button. If you're on iTunes podcast app, uh, wherever you're at, uh, subscribe and uh, drop us a review if you can. And uh, be sure to check out the, the book um, at dosmarcos.co. And uh, you can always text us, text us, 843-MARCOS-DEUCE. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce Now, now we, we got, got it by the leader Well you take a spring And you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth Or bounce all night yeah. Put two together Get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back You don't have to practice It's the best thing to happen To your mattress Get together to do it like I did Everybody get hybrid if you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe 
one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We, we got, got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. mattresses.